You're listening to Seattle Real Estate Podcast. People ask me all the time, Sean, with all the chaos going on in Seattle, all the protesting, all the smashing up of windows of businesses, the looting, the city council trying to throw out one of their own members, mayor maybe getting recalled, maybe not, lawsuits between the city of Seattle, Portland, New York against the federal government for being named... um, anarchist areas with all of this nonsense going on what what impact does that have on real estate and since we are the seattle real estate podcast we're going to get into it if you're new here i'm sean reynolds i own summit properties northwest a real estate brokerage here in this greater seattle area along with a real estate appraisal company i talk about stuff related to business i talk about business stuff and that's related to business and real estate and just about kind of anything in that genre. And a lot of times it doesn't necessarily fall right in line with real estate, but today it does. Because you guys ask and I'm giving it to you. Thanks for being here. Let's jump on in. Prices soared as Seattle Metro home sales set record in October. So people want to see the demise of Seattle. They kind of want to see it just fall along with Detroit. They want to see it just, it's that train wreck that you can't turn away from watching. What's going to happen there? Boom. They want to see that happen. But guess what's happening in Seattle? The opposite of that as far as housing goes. And this is one thing, I talk about a lot of podcasts, that my knowledge is cursory at best sometimes on these things, like, you know, big corporations selling yachts and transgenerational wealth transfer between the baby boomers and the next generation. This stuff, I mean, I have to research and, and do a lot of this stuff. But housing prices, Seattle housing prices, impact on Seattle real estate, I have got that one down. And we are seeing an incredible boom in Seattle because I'm working on it every single day. I spend so much of my day, so much of my time working with my brokers, working with my appraisers in an upwardly uh, moving market that is very difficult for a buyer to get a home in that is making sellers a lot of money. But then the sellers have the they have the fear of if I sell my home here, where am I going to go to? What am I going to do? Can I even afford another home ever? Will I be able to get back in the marketplace? These are all the things that are driving the Seattle real estate market just through the roof. And so let's kind of get into it. We just had our stats come out, and that's why I'm doing this podcast. This article here is based on MLS stats that came out, and I'm just going to do a quick, if you want to check out a longer dive of this one, I've, I've got a podcast that goes through the full meal deal on all the MLS stats in Seattle, but this is this is a podcast just kind of covering the, the main highlights. Home buyers bid up prices in the Seattle metropolitan area and beyond during October. Median sale prices increased by double digits in all but one of the 23 county Northwest MLS listing service areas. Let's take a look at that. Up by more than 10% median home prices year over year in 22 out of 23 counties. Not cities in the Seattle area, counties. 10% up. Those are enormous, enormous increases across the board. Is this is this uh, limited just to Seattle? Absolutely not. Low inventory and low interest rates are something I've been yammering on about the last couple of years because that's what we've had is not enough inventory, too many buyers chasing what little inventory is out there. And guess what? 
Pressure does one thing on prices in real estate, upward pressure. It just makes the prices go higher. That's what you got. Even in the areas of like CHOP, formerly known as CHAZ, and some of the downtown areas, some of the downtown areas have been more specifically impacted. But those are streets that consistently there's no police presence on. So you've got a couple of areas like that. But even in CHOP, we're seeing stuff sell under two weeks Days on market, very limited, not selling for less than list, sometimes selling for over list. And this is an area that had no police presence as quickly, as recently as July 1st, just a couple of months ago. And we're now selling homes that are just, they're selling like hotcakes, just boom. So has there been a huge impact? Are people scooping up decimated properties in Seattle? Yeah, they're scooping properties up, but you got to pay. You basically just have to open your checkbook, write a blank check, and put it in front of the seller. They get a fill in the number. That's how you get a house in Seattle. That's what's going on. A non-metro county area, Kittitas, that is in central Washington, east of the mountains here, saw the biggest year-over-year -year price jump, 39% to up to about 500000 And this is far out. Kittitas is far out. It is... Uh, hour and a half drive from where I'm at right now. It's far and it's over the mountain pass. It's on the other side of the mountains. So uh, Kittitas up 39% median housing price up to almost 500,000 while the four urban counties that I'm located in here saw single family house prices increase about 13% in King and Kitsap, 17% in Snohomish County, uh, at, which is just to the north of me and 18% in Pierce. So you are talking some enormous numbers there. I think right now Seattle is second only in appreciation to Phoenix across the United States. That's so you want to think about picking up a property here in Seattle, that's fine, but it's gonna cost you because things are expensive here. Douglas County in central Washington experienced a 3.6% increase to 375,000. Not a big pickup. But that Douglas County is also really, really, really far out. Compare that to King's new 745,000 median price. Medi median price means half Half the prices are less than that. Half the prices are more. So seven forty-five is King County's median housing price. Three quarters of a million dollars. Snohomish County's to the north of me is nearly five hundred eighty thousand, and Pierce County is at four hundred thirty thousand. That's where Tacoma is, down to the south. And Kitsap County over to the west is four hundred thirty-seven thousand. So you're basically talking getting close to half a million dollars or more up to three quarters of a million dollars here in King County. And you've got double digit of price appreciation on all of these counties, just no matter what. While median prices were up by double digits across most of King County, Seattle city of Seattle saw only a 3.2% increase to 800,000. So literally with all this case going on, all this nonsense going on, Seattle, Seattle proper, still going up. How crazy is that? Well, that's just it's a matter of supply and demand. People don't care about the protests. People don't care about chop. Is it good housing? Is it close enough to downtown? We're going to live there. Prices rose 16.7% to 
to a little over a million dollar median home price on the east side. That's where I live. That's where my office is. That's where I'm recording this from for you. So about a 17% year over year uh, increase in the median housing price. That's a big number. That's a big run. And if I were to do the math, does that make sense relative to where we were a year ago? Yeah, probably. And our median housing price is just a little over a million bucks. So you get a starter home at a million, you get a cosmetic fixer at 750. And you get a real fixer that's probably not habitable here on the east side at 600,000. So I know those numbers sound steep, and they sound incredible. But look at San Francisco, if you want a source of comparison for what expensive is, that area is mind boggling, mind boggling for anybody except people who know San Francisco and are used to those kind of pricing, maybe uh, New York might be another similar one. But man, it, those those markets are expensive. Were it not for low record low interest rates, this would be a terrible time to try and buy a house. There's just no inventory. Finding and buying a home today is more difficult than at any time in the past in my 40 years of my career. Dick Beeson, he's a managing broker at Remax Northwest in Tacoma Gig Harbor. He said this in a news release and an MLS stat. And you can, I use that quote as well. Um, when I was reading through the full, you can get a better feel for what all these stats mean and look like uh, in my deeper dive podcast. Um, and that would be like November stat, something like that. Inventory is way down and demand is very high, sky high. The four metro county areas, so Kings, Nahomish, Pierce, and Kit, uh, Kitsap, broke the record in October for the number of homes going under contract. So pending sales is what we're talking about. That's according to John uh, Lennox Scott, uh, chairman and CEO of John L. Scott Real Estate local brokerage, the MLS reported 7,934 pending sales, the previous high over the last 18 years since 2002, when they've been keeping this stat was 7,740. So we went another 500, just a, a few short of 500 over that. And that is in the month of October, during a pandemic. Housing super strong market is cruising. I think we cruise right on into the winter holidays. That's that's kind of where we're at. I spend, and I know I've said this many times, I spend a good portion of my day right now as a managing broker dealing with uh, some of Properties Northwest brokers who are desperately trying to get offers accepted um, in purchase transactions. They're representing the buyer and they're having to make multiple offers. They're having to basically give in to everything that the seller wants, offer more money, make earnest money, non-refundable, all kinds of crazy stuff just to get a house because they want to upgrade the home that they're hunkering down in and they want to take advantage of historically low interest rates. That's what's going on. This is a market where there were only about 4,000 single family homes in the, on the market in October, 45% fewer than the prior October. So our inventory is down by almost half. And we had limited inventory last year. So now we're down by almost half again this year. We are basically sold out. And this, again, is not limited just to the Seattle market. There's a lot of markets across the country that have the same dynamics right here. New listings are on the rise, but they are being stripped from the market at a stunning pace. Essentially, the pending sales are outstripping any new inventory coming on. 
So yeah, you might say, oh, there's more inventory coming. Hey, great. That's awesome. Because it's already been sucked up. That is what's going on. And this was according to broker owner Frank Leach at Remax Platinum Services in Silverdale. Silverdale. Buyers are bidding up properties as demand stays steady and inventory continues to dwindle. COVID-19 turned the market on its head with the always busy spring market delayed until summer and into autumn when buyers snapped up homes almost as fast as they were listed. So March 15, shutdown of the coronavirus. May 15th, we started to feel things thaw a little bit here in Seattle. We started to feel the market just kind of the wheels start to get going again. And then once um, that happened, people are like, okay, we're confident we can do this, we can go buy a home and not get the Rona. They've got things squared away enough to be able to do all this. People started to come out of the woodwork. And then brokers started operating again, they kind of wanted to wait and see how other brokers were going to handle this. We figured out how to all get all this done. We figured out how to get title done, escrow done, people working from home, got back into the rhythm and flow. And by then, there's hardly any inventory because what seller in their right mind, if they're living in a home, want to have a bunch of strangers come through, putting their hands all over everything, possibly getting the seller infected with the coronavirus? Nobody wants that. So sellers just didn't bring their homes on the market. They just didn't. And yet we've still got all these buyers out there going, all right, we don't want to get sick either. But man, we are tired of this tiny little house or this house that is moderately sized. But we got one more coming in the family. Or our kids are getting bigger. If we have to hunker down any more in this house, gonna go nuts, gonna go bananas. Let's put it on the market, sell it, and let's get a bigger house. Or let's get a house with a more garage area so I can work out at home. That's what's going on. And people have the equity, they have the liquidity, because with the housing prices soaring, if you've got a house, you take that equity and you move it on to the next one with lower interest rates, even though housing prices are going up, a lot of people are still on the winning end of that whole thing. Housing prices, maybe they waited six months, but interest rates are still so low that if they can take advantage of them right now today, and through the coming winter months, as we enter quarter four here, people are doing well. So that's why housing market on fire during a pandemic, which just seems crazy, it seems illogical. And I know a lot of people listen to me and say, but Sean, you've reported on so much nonsense going on in Seattle, there's homeless people wandering around everywhere, there's homeless encampments, there's metal shops being erected in parks, there's just tons and tons of garbage everywhere. How can you have an upward housing market dynamic? Well, we do. No supply, tons of demand, low interest rates. That's all you need. And that's going on across the country. With interest rates remaining at record lows and employment in major tech industries very strong, this is a good indication that we may still well skip the usual slowing in the winter market altogether. Now it's from Coldwell Banker Bain Chief Operations Officer Mike Grady. So, and I, I totally agree with that. I think this year, we normally have a slowdown going in between Thanksgiving and Christmas and the new year. Everybody takes a bunch of time off. But I think this year, because we had that time off already during March, April and May, people are and buyers are still wanting to buy and what few properties are coming on the market that are going to hit the market. 
those sellers are going to do exceptionally well. And our market just continues humming right on into quarter one, where you've got January, February, March, our traditionally strong beginning of the spring season, if it's going to happen. There's never a guarantee that the real estate market is going to keep kind of moving forward. It didn't for many, many years after the Great Recession. Anybody in real estate will tell you that, man, that was a struggle. That was a drag. We're on the polar opposite of that right now, which is a market that is super hot, the hardest, the hottest that I've ever seen it with as little inventory. We're basically sold out through all markets. I look at the MLS maps that kind of show how many there's a green pin on the map for how many properties are available. And a lot of these areas you're like, is I need to hit the refresh button. What's going on? I don't have any green pins. There's nothing for sale because there's nothing for sale. So that's what we're going on. If um, if you're questioning kind of what's happening on a and you want to get a deeper dive again, you can look for my MLS stats uh, deep dive um, podcast that should be coming out. I recorded that earlier this morning. That'll come out. And um, it's about probably a 45 minute look at what's going on in the Seattle market. And I'll kind of tell you um my thoughts there as well. But this was kind of a quick one on um, where we sit as a uh, marketplace. With all the other nonsense going on, Seattle is got a pretty strong real estate market. That's it for me. Thanks so much for being here. Thanks so much for tuning in. Thanks so much for subscribing, everybody who has. Much appreciated. Again, I'm Sean Reynolds from Summit Properties Northwest, Reynolds Decline Appraisal. I will catch you guys on the next one. And I'm going to go record that next one right now. All right. Thanks again for being here. See you guys soon. Bye. Don't forget to subscribe to our channel and hit the notification bell so you'll know when our next video is out.